0: Hey, mamas, welcome back to the show. We are on part two of our three-part leadership series. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode on how leadership is like making pancakes for things to consider when you move into leadership. And today we're gonna continue with you've signed someone now what (laughs) how do you get somebody on your team onboarded and why that's really important for leaders to make sure that they have an onboarding system in place as they start to grow a team and how that helps you become duplicatable and just create systems for your team so that you can free up your time to do more of the things that you need to do for your business to continue to grow it so i hope you enjoy this episode let's go You're listening to the Mom Squad Podcast, a space for moms in network marketing. I'm your host, Melissa Wheelahan. I'm a mom, educator, coach, and trainer. For the past 25 years, I have been a part of network marketing as a stay-at-home mom, a part-time working mom, a full-time working mom, and most recently as an empty nester. And I've learned a thing or two. Do you ever feel like you're trading family time for business time? Have you tried all the things and still don't feel like you're getting anywhere? Are you always wondering where your next customer will come from or feel like the hustle never ends? Are you wanting to lead others, but you just don't know how? Well, then you have come to the right place. I believe that the most impactful network marketers show up for their customers and team as their authentic, humble, and real self. So whether you're just starting on your network marketing journey, or you've been in network marketing for a while, or you just need to see things from a different lens, I'm here to help. I'm going to be teaching you how to level up your business through relationships, leadership, and impact. So grab a pen and paper and get comfy because it's about to get real, raw, and authentic. Are you ready? Let's stop the hustle and embrace the journey. Let's go. Okay, let's jump right in. So today we're talking onboarding. And we are talking onboarding for whether you are a new leader to start doing this right away with people that join your team because it's really important as you grow to have systems that are duplicatable and systems that you can go back and reflect on and see if you need to change them. Or you might be an accidental leader and you might have a bunch of people and not know how to help get them started. And you're like, I've got all these people and I'm doing all of this work for them. And I'm answering a million questions in our team chat. And if you just had an onboarding system to get them through the most important things first, then that would alleviate all of that. Okay. So I learned the hard way I, in my business. If you've listened to a couple episodes ago, I talked about our business, my business, and it grew really quickly in the first like month and a half, I hit a hundred and 100 people. And then it just kept growing. And we were just exploding so fast that we realized we needed an onboarding system. And we started throwing everything at them, like everything in the kitchen sink at them. And what happened was people got overwhelmed and did nothing. And so I quickly realized, okay, I need a better system and a better onboarding system. So talked with my leaders and we came up with our own onboarding system uh, to make sure that people were coming in and were connected right away and were connected beyond getting started. So I'm going to review with you guys some really important things to consider when you're creating your own onboarding system. Now your company might have an onboarding system of things that they ask you to do. And that's great. Also, you could merge the two. You could choose to use just theirs, but think through the things that they're asking, um, new people in your business to do, and maybe you want to modify. So the first 24 hours is crucial, when somebody joins your team, we're usually so excited, especially if it's the first person. You're like, oh, my God, this person signed. And then you're so excited, you just tell them everything and you word vomit all over them, right? And and then you realize, oh, my gosh, it just gave them so much information. And then, like I said, they get overwhelmed, they freeze, they don't do anything. So the first 24 hours somebody signs, you just want to connect with them. You just want to connect with them, get to know them on a personal level if you don't already know them. Because if it's like your best friend or somebody you know, you already know that information. But if you don't know them, if it's somebody who just found you on social media or just came to a party you were having and found you then you need to get to know them and that's really important in the first 24 hours because you want to start your relationship with your new team members off on the right foot that you care and that you're a caring compassionate leader so you want this to be an authentic conversation not a phony fake conversation but really have a genuine interest on why they're there and just ask them what was it that made you want to join xyz company Um, and then find out. And we always know that there are three reasons why people join companies. It's either for the discount, the product, the discount product. So they love the product. They've used the product. They want the discount. Money is the second one. They want to make extra money or three is community. They really need a sense of community. So what is one, what is the reason they're there? It could be all three. It could be one. It could be two. What is the reason they're there? And once you find that out, it gives you a little better sense of how you're going to move through onboarding with them, and how fast or how slow they might move through onboarding. So that first conversation with somebody gives you a lot of insight into who you're working with. The second, one I, second thing I want to remind you of is that no matter what their reason is, everybody's onboarding should be the same. Everybody should go through the same exact onboarding. So on my team, whether they're there for the discount, the money, the community, or they're telling me they want to start a business and have millions of people on their team and make millions of dollars, their onboarding is the same. The person who just wants a discount has the same onboarding process as the person who comes in and wants to lead a team. And the reason we do that is because everybody should be set up exactly the same. I tell my team and I tell my leaders this all the time. You are not responsible for somebody's success or failure on your team. You're not responsible for that. Whether they are successful or not is not your responsibility, but you are responsible for making sure when you spend the time to bring somebody into your business, that you spend the time setting them up. Okay. And making sure that they are ready to go. That is your responsibility as a leader. So no matter what their answer is, they're onboarded the same. Okay. And, and, and we're not going to overwhelm them. I want you to think about the most important things first. What are the most important things that they need to know in order to get going no matter why they're there? So maybe that is logging into their back office and uploading a photo for their website or putting in their payment information or filling out their W-9. It's something in their back office that they need to do in order to function as a business person, right? The basic things. Maybe it is you want them to post an announcement that they've started their company or tell their friends. Maybe that's an important thing for you. Maybe it's learning about company policies, Maybe it's reading their contract. Maybe it's understanding the return policy or shipping policies or when new product launches come. Maybe it's around something like that. Even somebody who is there for the discount needs to understand those policies because once they use the product, show the product to their friends, most likely they're going to be like, hey, where did you get that or where can I buy that? And they need to understand those basic policies for the company. Maybe there's a wait time. So if you're with a company that has a kit, they're waiting on a kit, what are the things they could be doing in that wait time? Maybe, they're, maybe they don't have product yet to, to do a post with, but they could be doing something during that wait time. Is there a product that they already have that they can show? Like what are the most important things? And I don't want you to overwhelm them with a million steps. I want you to keep it simple and consistent. So, for example, on our team, we have a five-step onboarding process. It's really four things and then a, hey, congratulations, you did it. So, here's ours. So, it's an example. So, our first uh, step is we do a, I have a welcome video. It's just a video I've recorded. It goes out to everybody who signs, you know, all levels down. It's just a welcome video. It's, Hey, welcome to the team. It's me telling them that you're here. We're excited. You're going to go through onboarding. You're going to be connected with your upline sponsor, whoever brought you in. Um, This is who I am. And, and really like the culture of our team and what they can expect from us as an organization. And then we have them log into their back office, put in their W9 information, upload a photo for their website, understand how to find their website, um, you know, we just explain everything in the back office. We have a little video that does that, <laughs> explains the back office for them. And then we have them do an announcement. We actually give them an announcement graphic. I am not somebody who believes in giving um, my team content to use. Like, I really want to help them learn how to make their own content. But some people don't make content, like don't make graphics, and that's okay. But but we're not... Uh, our team is not a copy and paste type team. So we really push, um, value added posts and helping people know who you are through, you know, who you are as a person and get to know you. So we have, but we do have an announcement post for them. That's, Hey, I've just started my business. Uh, here's my website. So we have them do an announcement. We also want them to learn how to navigate their website. So our, st- our fourth step, it's kind of fourth and fifth together. Our fourth step is we have them go to their website, find an item that they like, learn how to link an item and post a picture of that with either a quote they like or a value add um, of how that product can help somebody. And then our last one is congratulations, you made it through onboarding, reach out to your upline sponsor for next steps. Okay, so this is where we move to other options. So your, your basic onboarding should be all the things that are required for them to get their business up and running. And maybe that's two steps for you. Maybe it's just get into the back office and post something, you know, maybe um, whatever that is. It's very basic. Everybody does it regardless. Then we have, once they're done, it's a reason for the upline sponsor to reach back out to that person and say, hey, congratulations, you finished onboarding. Let's get you moving into the next steps. That could be creating a VIP group. Maybe, maybe they want to do that. I don't some people have VIP groups, some don't. It could be a one-on-one call with your upline sponsor. It could be group calls. It really depends on how much time you have as a leader and what you find value in. Myself I do a one-on-one call if they're my first line if they're below my first line um, and it's a new leader I'll do the one-on-one call with the leader so they know how to do a one-on-one call if they choose to and then I hand them off and they do all the rest of their calls with their people okay, Um, maybe it's that the next step for them is to really learn how to start posting. And maybe it's there's a training you have for posting. But somebody with the discount does all the basic stuff and then they're just They're done. There's nothing else for them to do because they're just shopping with a discount, right? Or the person who, if the person is there for money, there's going to be a different next path you're going to take them to. So I want, or they're there for community, there's a different path. So I want you to think about your main onboarding as your main road. Okay. This is the road everybody's going to come down to. And when you get to the end of the road, there's three forks in the road. Okay. There's the first fork, which is for your walkers. Those are your people who are just going to be here for the discount, want to buy the product, don't really want to work the business, and they're just here, right? And that's fine. You need those people. That is one path. You're going to take them one path. That might, their next steps is, congratulations, we're going to get you in the team page. You're good to go, right? Then there's the middle road, which is going to be for your your joggers. And those are the people that are like, I want to sell to my friends. I want to make some money. Um, I'm so excited about the community. And I want to just go and see where this goes, right? That's your middle road. That's your warm market. Those are the people you should be spending the majority of your time with. That's a different path, right? That's let's create a VIP group, Let's help you figure out how to get engagement up. If you're doing in-home parties, it's let's help you create your party schedule. Let's work on your script for your party so that you're maximizing your sales. Let's help you find hostesses, right? It's those people that are gonna move their business then the third path are those people who are really your runners and they are like, I'm, I'm in, I'm all in, I want to be a leader, I want to start building a team, I want to start doing all the things. That's a very different path. That might be the person you choose to continue to have a one-on-one call with or you connect them into a group coaching situation or you connect them to all of the trainings. Like that is a very different path than the first path on the left of the person who wants the discount. But everybody got the base uh, situation. Like everybody got the same exact coming in and where they go from there is depending on what they want. So a couple of things to also consider is team chats and team pages. Oh my goodness. Okay, you've heard me probably say this and my team is probably, I I feel bad when I say this to them, but I'm like not a fan of chats, but I'm in them because I want to be in them. It's important to the community and I keep like keep the chat, for what the chat is supposed to be doing and not get it off track. So team chats and team pages, is that important? Do they need to be in there? Because again, if you overwhelm them and add them to all of this stuff, does the person who's just there for the discount need to be in your business chat? No, probably not. Probably not. The people, if you have a business chat or a team chat that's all about business, um, do they... Who needs to be in there? The people that are working the business. If they're not working the business, why overwhelm the chat? Now I know people can be in there and they can mute it, but chats get, I work full time. I come home, there's a thousand messages in the chat, right? Like chats can get overwhelming. Do they all need to be in the team page? How many team pages do you have, right? I have my, my own team page and the company has a team page. And so if there's a company team page, Everybody, that first priority, everybody should be in that company team page. That is where all your important announcements come. My regular team page, I put people in there, but anybody, any of my leaders who have their own team pages, it's optional. They don't, those people don't need to be in mine. My, some of my team members are in my upline team page, but that's optional for them, right? Just depending on how much they want for it's again, get them to the fork in the road and then decide. Okay. Also, I want you to think about the timing of when you're adding those people. I, I too made this mistake in the beginning. Okay. I'm going to get you in this chat, this chat, this chat, and this page, this page, this page. And then you're going to do this, 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 and this. Oh my goodness. No wonder nobody was doing anything, (laughs) right? Because I am a runner, but not everybody is a runner. So think of the timing of when you add them think of the timing. We add, we do have a little bit of a wait time. It can take up to two days to get uh, their links and everything ready for them. And so during that wait time, we like add them to the team page and we um, just get them acclimated with the team page and the affiliate page. And then once we know that their links are up, we start them in onboarding and then we go from there. So we just kind of ease them in. Think about the things you can automate or how you're going to run your onboarding. So a couple of different things to consider is uh, your onboarding can go through your team page. Maybe it's um, all of it's set up in like guides. Like we originally set all of our onboarding up in guides and that that worked for us for a while. Um, but that required making sure everybody was in the page and every, and some people don't wanna be in a team page, right? So that that for us, we outgrew that. It didn't work best for our team, but maybe it's in a team page. I've seen some people have their onboarding in boards, the, the app boards, B-O-A-R-D-S. It's a great app. It's like a keyboard, additional keyboard. I've seen them in there. So it's like load the app and all of your onboarding videos are there. I've seen um, onboarding happen in messenger, like bot, bot directed through messenger, where it's like a messenger, um, message every single day. Like, Hey, do this today, do this tomorrow. I've seen that. Um, we currently run our onboarding through project broadcast and it's automated campaigns. So when somebody joins, they text the word to this number, it sends them step one with the welcome video. Welcome. It's a text from me. It says, hi, Susie, welcome to the team. Here's my business number. Please save it. When you're done, hit onboarding. And then it goes through the steps. And each step when they finish, they reply, step one done, step two done, step three done. And it just takes them through. So that's, that's how we do our onboarding. So people can go through as fast as they want or as slow as they want. But that's automated. It's totally automated automated. So I don't have to keep track of all the people and where they're at and what do I need to send them next. It's automated. Think about all the things that you can automate. Make a welcome video. We also have a video for our team of how to navigate the back office. Like as many things as you can automate releases you to do the things you need to do for your business and focus on growing. The other thing why you want A system of onboarding is because you want it to be duplicatable. So if I'm the one always responsible for explaining to new people how to get going, that's not duplicatable. It also has your team look at you like, oh my gosh, I could never be a leader because she's spending all her time trying to help the team. So in order to be duplicatable, you need to automate things. So it's very easy for one of my leaders to say, hey, text this number to this. And then they don't need to worry about it. The other thing is if you are going to institute a new onboarding system and you have leaders, I would require them to go through it. So when we rolled out our new onboarding, I said, everybody needs to go, all the leaders need to go back through this so you know exactly what is happening when somebody new signs. And then I opened it up to whoever was on our team. If you want to go back through onboarding, just to go through and see what we're doing. If there's something you missed and you want to relaunch Go back through onboarding. So consider the way you're doing things. Is it duplicatable? Make sure it's duplicatable. Okay. I hope you're excited to... Get your team onboarded. And if you have a system in place and it's working, amazing. That is so cool. I would love to hear about it. Please drop me a message and let me know what you're doing. And I would love to hear um, if you try some of these new things, let me know. Um, And I will be back here next week with part three of our leadership series, which is going to be about coaching your team to success. Okay. Have a great day, mamas. See you later. Bye. Hey, mamas. Did you enjoy that episode? I hope so. Who do you know that needs to hear this information? One of the ways you can show your love for the Mom Squad is by subscribing, reviewing, and sharing. And don't forget to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform and tag me at Melissa Wheelahan. Thanks for listening, I'll see you next week.